0: 101 sound, and your baby. what they talk about. I've been getting my cake and running wild since the little child. Yup, getting it every day, I'm working sun up till the sundown. Yeah, I'm getting it every day, the niggas trying to see how I do this shit. What's up guys? This is Jake Carlisle and welcome to the Capital Gains Podcast, where we share our experiences on how to flip and invest in real estate, the stock market, and all things fitness. Join us as we dive deep into the world of self-development and get ready to make some capital gains. All right. I uh, wanted to come on here today and sort of talk about, I uh, guess, belief. Um, I made a post this morning on Facebook uh, about, I guess, just believing in yourself. And uh, I didn't really know what to do today, but um, it just kind of came up, came to me. Uh, I was on my way back from class, and I was just kind of thinking about you know, what, what I listened to and and kind of, I don't know, why am I kind of wired the way I am now. And I, th- I think I remember uh, one of the biggest things, I don't remember when it was or what it was, but Ryan Steumann, uh listened to one of his videos. Oh, it was, it was one of his videos from, I think it was like the Million Dollar Mastermind. And uh, it was a video saying, you know, you're meant for more than just average or, I don't know, you're meant for more than just the status quo and, and you're meant to do great things. It's, it's uh. You know, it's corny and cheesy, but, you know, if you're never told that, um, you'll, you'll never do anything be- bigger than what you're taught to, to do, I guess. Um, and so me and, me and Zach, Zach's here. Um, hey. we're going to talk about a little, little bit about that today. Uh, won't, won't take y'all too long, but just kind of wanted to share our experiences with, uh, I guess, overcoming, uh, self-destructive i guess thoughts like hey i can't do that or or hey somebody else is telling us hey you can't do that or what what are you gonna do you know um type thing so yeah what's up Zach?
1: what's up guys feels like it's been a while since i've been on here
0: i know i know we uh i think we only did two podcasts last week and and one of them they're both i think just me um but that was
1: my fault but
0: we're back we're rolling
1: yeah, I mean, might as well jump right into it. Uh, Jake was talking about just believing in yourself. I read what he had wrote this morning, like he mentioned on that he posted something online. Uh, I think there's really two sides to it because I think it's different for different people. I think some people really have an issue overcoming what other people say. And I think some people are kind of in a worse place where they don't believe like what other people say, but they also just don't believe in themselves. They kind of live in a very stagnant way. Um, So I think to go back to the first one, when it comes to what other people say, it's at the end of the day, as simple as it sounds, it really just, it it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you do either. Because as long as you are doing something, like we say, every single episode or making strides towards whatever it is you want to be doing – that's where your belief comes from. And as long as you're doing or making some sort of tangible progress or actually not sitting, there's a lot, it's very easy to go sit at your desk or go to work or go sit in this position or where you need to be like at the location where whatever your goal is, is where you should be working on it. But a lot of people will tell me how they sit at their desk for five hours, six hours and get nothing done. And those, those are the type of people that it's easy to feel bad for or they feel bad for themselves because they're like, oh, I work all this time and I get nothing done. But in reality, they're not actually taking steps or doing whatever they need to be doing. Um, I think at the end of the belief comes from preparation. They're, personally, I've never really had an issue or been surrounded by people who are telling me something and I'm just like oh yep they're right I think the biggest thing is just choosing who you listen to uh, easy example is when I'm sure you experienced this, when we're both training for CrossFit games is that yeah all of our peers at that age are like don't even know one what CrossFit is they see videos online of people flailing around dropping bars on their heads or think it's stupid get made fun of it for it. But the only people you need to be listening to in that scenario are your coach, your, your peers at the gym, the people you train with, or whoever you take advice from in that type of, in that situation. Because um, the people who kind of goes back to the man in the arena. So the people who aren't down there with you, you shouldn't be listening to or taking advice from or taking criticism from. That's not to say go be an arrogant douchebag. Um, that's the opposite of what you should be doing should be pretty humble about anything you're doing in my opinion. Um, but it's, it's just about choosing who you listen to. And when those people aren't supportive, it's not, or I shouldn't say aren't supportive. Say your coach, you may be upset that they're like criticizing you or getting on your back. It's just important to understand that they have the same goal as you. They want you to get where you want to be. So if they're coming down on you, there's a good reason for it. Um, so it's always important to listen to that type of criticism, but there's no reason to be getting down on yourself about what other people say. And if people are giving you shit, especially people your age, I don't know about you guys, but I'm a stubborn, stubborn motherfucker. Um, it's, I honestly find myself in more situations where if I have a goal by myself and people are like, oh yeah, he's got it. Or if people are just have nothing to say, I find myself a lot less motivated than when people are giving me shit for what I do.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's so. absolutely right.
1: I think I'm going to hit on three
0: points uh, that you were saying. Um, uh, I I'm personally am, am one of the ones that um, I really could care less, you know, how other people say, um, like, I I could live with some bums and they could, you know, they could shit on me 24-7 and it honestly wouldn't even affect me. I'm just kind of in my own lane. Yeah. Um, but you know, on the other hand, um, if if you're around killers and you're you're you know you're surrounded by guys who are trying to get better, um, it's only gonna lift you up. So you know, it doesn't really affect me in my uh, I guess mental, but it is hindering me from growing um, you know long term. Uh, but the way around, you know, sometimes I get in my own head and I'm like, oh man, like this is like I don't know if at 20 years old I should be doing this right and uh kind of just have to get that out of your head because you know most people i meet when i walk in with a, with a beard and i'm i'm all jacked and i'm really not jacked i just i just work out a little bit but uh i got a little muscle on me and so i look a little older than i am and so when people when you walk in people think you're 27 28 um you know it doesn't really matter cuz they they're you know perceptions reality right um and the second point is I think he's 100% right. Um he said preparation preparation um drives belief. That's exactly right. I like action drives the belief, right? Like you know, I can say I I, I believe I'll I don't know, flip 10 houses next year, right? But if you don't go flip the first house, you're not going to flip the second house or the third house. Or if you don't go, you know, you can believe you go to the CrossFit games, but if you don't work out twice a day every day for 3 years, I mean not going to happen. Um so yeah,
1: no, that that first one's important. I don't know about you, but I remember competing like after making it the first year, it was almost just like not arrogance, but it was like, okay, like uh, if I do the exact same thing this year, I'm going to make it again. And that's not to say that when we had to qualify or go out there on the competition floor, I'm not absolutely killing myself to try and do the best I can, but that's just to say I think it gets rid of When you do anything for the first time, it gets rid of some sort of like anxiety because you, there's truly this like unknown that looms in the air where you could be the literal number one competitor, top real estate person, top anything. And until you get some sort of validation through whether it's a leaderboard or like regional sales numbers or something within your own company, something or even at school, like if you're in the top of your class until you like can confirm it and see it with your own eyes, it's really hard to know for sure if you are doing exactly what you need to be doing. So I think once you get whatever the first one of whatever you're trying to do is out of the way, that's when you start to get that confidence going. Yep,
0: absolutely. I mean, it's it's just kind of like, you know, you, you see everybody um, going and you know, working out, uh, and, and looking better and feeling better and having better relationships. And then, you know, but you're a fat slob. Um, you know, you don't believe in yourself. You just don't. And then you go to the gym for two weeks and you still don't see really, very, very much difference. You're like, well, dang, this is sucks. Well, then four weeks in you stayed at it and now you're kind of starting to see it. And then now you're starting to believe, oh man, this can actually kind of roll. And, uh, that's kind of how it's, how it's come with me on on the, on the, uh, on the stock side, the financial side and the real estate side, man, because, um, you know, we really didn't know anything coming in February, like didn't know nothing. And, um, you know, we, we made some mistakes, lost some money, made some money, broke even like whatever, um, flip five, six houses. And, uh, you don't really know if you do the right thing until that thing closes, like there ain't, I mean, you can, you can kind of say, oh, well, this is what's going to sell for, but you have no, no clue, no freaking clue what's, what's going to happen. Um, and so once, once that, once you're at that closing table, sign the closing documents and you get that wire from the title company, then the reality sets in, okay, now let's do that again. Or, or maybe let's not do that again. Right. But you know, action drove the belief preparation, drove the belief in both of those scenarios. So.
1: Yeah, I one of my favorite stories about this is like when I was in high school and I'll still say this to people like whatever ridiculous thing I need to do or task I need to get done whether it's something that's super ridiculous to get done in a short time frame or some goal that seems far fetched, I people are always just like or have you ever been in a classroom there's about to be an exam and then five people next to you are like still reading through their notes stressing out And one, those people didn't prepare enough. And a lot of times those same people look at me and they're like, why are you just sitting there? Like, don't you want to read your stuff? Like, why aren't you like shaking like I am? And I always just tell people, like, I'm not worried, bro. Like, I'm never worried. And the only reason I'm never worried is because I know that I either sat at my desk and studied what I need to study or at the gym or I was at the gym training like I need to be training or I was at work doing what I need to be doing. Or I'm sitting at home after work working on whatever projects I need to be working on for our businesses. It's it's I can't stress how simple it is to not be worried about something and be able to believe that you'll be fine. Cause I, I'm just I'm not a person that likes to stress and the easy I'm telling everyone the easiest way to not be stressed is to be prepared. And nine times out of 10, if you are stressed and you can be honest with yourself and look back, you'll probably be able to say to yourself, yeah, I probably could have done more, whether it's studying, working, training, whatever. And then if you do fail and you are fully prepared, it's a lot more comforting to look back and be like, shit, like, I, I fucking did everything I thought I could. Like, I'm not even that mad at myself. It's like, I'm, I'm upset with the outcome of whatever it is, but it's like, now just moving forward, Go at this again and now i know what else i have to do because i just went through it and failed at it and whatever sticks out sticks out that i need to improve on
0: yep yep that's exactly like uh my real estate test uh <clears throat> i think i failed i failed by one question the first time and then i was like oh screw it was a, That was that was a fluke i went to it again fill it by one more question another time well you know you know i was i was upset at the outcome but i really didn't prepare right like I didn't study right. I didn't really study at all. Like I studied the night before for a test that I should be studying every single day for an hour a day for a month. Right. And so after that, I was like, screw this. Um, I'm going to start taking a test every single day for the next two months. And that's what I've done. I've taken a test every single day for the last two months and gone, gone over and gone over and gone over it. And now, um, you know, uh, now I'm prepared and uh now I actually have some belief that I can go in there and get it done because I've prepared you know it's just it's like I don't go to the gym and squat 500 pounds without working out for the last 16 weeks I don't know it it, there's a
1: reason too that if you were to walk in the gym after six months or something of not working out and squat at 500 pounds people would be like holy shit like that makes no fucking sense Like, not to beat a dead horse, but, like, this shit is really, really fucking simple, guys. It's like, like, people who go to Harvard. If you were in high school or middle school and you were like, I want to go to Harvard, people are probably going to be like, that's ridiculous. It's fucking Harvard. And then you look at the people who did go to Harvard. Guess what? Most of them are the ones who were literally the kid that studied every single fucking day, didn't go out, hang out with friends, didn't do X, Y, Z, yada, yada, yada. And then you sit there and you're like, yeah, I guess it makes sense that that's the kid who's going to an Ivy League school. It's everything just makes so much sense when you think about it. It's so fucking simple. Like Uh if you, anytime you have hindsight on a situation, it makes sense. And hindsight's obviously 2020. You don't have it. And I'm not talking like, Oh, you're making some business decision and you're weighing the cost benefits of each like choice you could make. And then in the future, it doesn't work out. And you're like, Oh, I should have done that. Like, no, of course not. That's not what I'm talking about. But when it's stuff that's in your control, it's like, put yourself in a position where for when you do look back, it's like, okay, yeah, like, that makes sense. Anytime I do good on an exam, I'm like, yeah, I should have, I studied. When we competed, I'm like, yeah, I should be in the fucking top 10 and top 20, whatever, like, look at what all the fucking, like, look what I did every day with my life, like, I would be disappointed if I wasn't. People would come up to me and be like, oh, like, that's so impressive, great job, great job, and, like, of course, I appreciate any, like, comments like that, but to me, I sit there, and I'm just like, Oh yeah, like thank you, like I appreciate it, but like I sh- like shouldn't I be sitting here right now? Like this is this is what I've been working to do? Yep, yeah. Like I would be more surprised if I wasn't in this position.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of how it was um, my twenty eighteen year because I missed I missed it in twenty seventeen and and you know because I didn't prepare um, well enough. I just didn't, I mean, I had a bunch of holes in my game and, uh, I didn't train like I should have, uh, because, you know, aging up, aging up is probably the hardest thing to do
1: and then go to the games. Right. And yeah. so I be- I think I was second to last out of the open that year. I remember I had the flu for that first open workout dropped like a 91st or something. And then, oh my God, dude, that was a painful open to get through. I bet. Yeah.
0: You just you just have to be prepared. And then the next year I was like, you know what? Screw it. I will literally do whatever the hell it takes to get back to there. And I did. I mean, I think I came out of the open 14th. Yeah. And um, you know, I made it. And so uh it just it's funny how it works. I mean, you it's like it's kind of like my my girlfriend, uh, you know, you know, you, you meet people who have 4.0s and, and man, I'm sure Zach got a 4.0 cause he's freaking brilliant, but, um,
1: oh, was close, but.
0: <laughs> but, um, I, uh, like, like for me, I, I'm not stupid. Like I, I could, if I, if I, if I focus on school wholeheartedly, I could probably get a 4.0, but just, just not, I, my, my mind is elsewhere. Um, and so, but I, I talked to her and I'm like, dude a 4.0 is crazy but it really isn't like she just grinded I mean she literally when I first met her and she was graduating that that fall she'd stay up till 3 30 a.m writing essays and to me that's just mind-boggling because I'm like dude like I don't even care that much but like she is I mean she is
1: like just rolling and it's in med school too right yeah
0: and it's like no wonder it's like no wonder she has a 4.0 she's I mean I, you know, it's, it's just stuff. I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's like a, that's that's a
1: takeaway from any of like the process that you have to go through all the hard work where we sit here and say like, Oh, you should be there. It's just to say that like, it's just like we were talking about shit, shit makes sense. When you think about it, there's a reason your girlfriend has a 4.0 and that's because she does what she does when you're talking about it. And really like, I don't, I think a lot of people have never tried. That's what I would encourage everyone to do after listening to this. If you take away anything, just try for 1 month only focusing on one thing. Like making that entire month about that and see how much progress you make. Rather than say you say you have like 4 projects going, just pick one. Like pick one for 1 month and watch how much progress you make.
0: Yep. Yep, cuz you'll be so prepared you you'll you'll break, you'll go
1: you'll break through 100% and then the only other thing I would say is like, the the thing that a lot of people have a tough time understanding is that you have to stop like giving yourself credit for working hard. Um, it it should just be an expectation, because <sighs> myself or your girlfriend or you were all to be like, oh yeah, I just grizzed, like and I say grizz because I'm from Massachusetts. <laughs> If, if I just worked really hard for like three months straight to pass this exam or to get this done, whatever the case may be like uh yeah, when, when it's over, take like a day and be like, like take a deep breath, take a day, chill out or something, but don't expect anyone to be coming up to you, patting you on the back or giving you high fives. Don't even give yourself that many pats on the back. One or two is good. Like you don't like, this is, you need to be work or get to a point where daily, like this is how you operate. Yep. Working hard is the expectation. Yep. Cause the second you fall below that is just when shit starts not to go too well and it sucks, but if you you get used to it and you learn that all the good things that come out of it highly outweigh the little bit of stress or the, you missed, you weren't able to watch your Netflix show that day or like whatever you like to do with your leisure time, like it ends up being worth it. You net, net healthy net, usually more money in your bank account. Just everything tends to be going better.
0: Yep. That's a, that's a great example. One of, our example I'll, I'll use is uh, Alabama football. Um, they've been just dominating since like 2009. And, and the reason is, is because you know, they, they work day-in, day-out, their standards are non-negotiable, and, um, you know, Sabin just has a, an insane culture, And but the reason they can win year after year after year, because usually, I mean, say, Florida State and, let's uh, say, Auburn, um, who are the one-off national champions, I think Auburn was in 2012 and Florida State 2014, something like that, Um you know, and they're they're good programs. You know, they, they have a winning winning track record, and and you know, but Alabama is just a step above the rest. And the reason why is, and I'll take this from winning, uh, which is by Tim Grover. He says that once you win, and once you you, know, you go to the championship, or you know you've made that money, or I don't know, you've got the body right. Um, you know, winning is going to take you straight back to hell because you got to go right back and fight for it all over again if you want to keep it. Not, not just to get it again, but to keep it and keep what you got because nobody cares. Texas A&M, Texas, Auburn, Ole Miss, they don't care what Alabama did last year. They care when Alabama's coming to town and how they can beat them when they come to town this year. They don't have
1: – Guess what? Alabama's got a target on their back everywhere they go because their standards are so high. Yep. Like, beating Alabama is a big deal. And outside of the name and recognition and hype they get from the media, Alabama is just another college football program. Like, logistically, rules-wise, they're they're subject to nothing different than anybody else. But guess what? Anytime Alabama comes to town, it's a huge deal. And the same thing goes for, any like, you and I any, or anyone out there listening to this. It's the – the more accomplishments you start to stack up, the more attention you may get, but the bigger target that gets painted on your back. Yeah. know, so that's just another reason it's that important to keep those standards
0: high. And this might this might uh this might not make you very happy, but the same with the Astros um just recently. Yeah. Um, you know, they've went to the World Series the last three out of the five years. Yeah. And the Astros used to be garbage. I mean straight garbage. I mean just bad. And I'll give you a better
1: example. Make myself happy, I want to talk about the Patriots, you Dude, go. like a lot of there's a lot of players they don't like playing for the Pats, and like sure, they're not the greatest this year, but I don't think we're ever gonna see another twenty year dynasty in any sports league. It's like, yeah, people might not playing, but guess what all the pats did for from two thousand to two thousand and twenty was win i i as a pats fan who was literally born at the beginning of that span. I can't tell – I've never had this experience with any of a sports team, and I doubt there's anybody where, like, yeah, like I just expected we were going to the Super Bowl every year. It was like – and then it got to a point where we're at, like, number five, number six, number seven, number eight, literally number nine. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like we won the Super Bowl. Like,
0: <laughs> And that's the same thing with Alabama. I mean, the expectation is just win. And that's that's – if you really want to – and that same thing with us. Like, when we are going to the CrossFit Games, the expectation was the CrossFit Games. The expectation wasn't, oh, let me try my best and try to go. No, the expectation was, I'm going to the CrossFit Games, and if I don't, there was something really, really effed up that yeah. I did wrong.
1: <laughs> People always say, like, don't compare yourself to others. But, like, even that flu example I gave where the open workout, I came in, like, 91st. I'm still, like, 91st out of, like, some like 7 8000 I don't know like whatever the amount of people is and I had people come to like oh like that's still really good like that's awesome and I was like I don't care about anybody's name unless they're in the top 10 like those are the only scores I care about yep. and that's just to say that like yeah don't compare yourself to other people in a way that it's breaking you every day and you just like feel like shit even though you are doing everything you're supposed to be doing but compare yourself to people that are where you want to be, don't necessarily expect that you're going to be there today, but copy their work ethic, only worry about what they're doing, not what people below them are doing. One of my favorite Kanye West lines is I don't take advice from people that are less successful than me and it sounds arrogant and douchey, but there's some truth in that.
0: It's a hundred percent true.
1: Don't, don't push off what other people are saying. Cause like we were saying if uh, like if other people are giving you shit, it's not not that important to listen to but if the people who are up at the top were to ask yourself this if somebody is that's in the position where you want to be saw you doing what you were doing every day would they tell you that you're going to be where they are or like would they say you're doing the right thing and you just gotta be hard on yourself
0: Yep. Yeah. That's a that'll be the perfect one to finish on because I think that was my third point that I want to talk to you about was um and it was I said this on my post earlier I said you know who are you listening to about your goals like like when you tell somebody your goals or or ask somebody for advice who are you asking for advice um, who are you listening to about your life um, is it your mom is it your dad is it your high school friends um, is it your teachers and it it may be those guys but if those guys aren't At least as successful or if not more successful than you to me i don't know why you're even listening to them like i know for a fact my mom and dad have a lot to teach have a lot to teach me right just about about life right and then um when it comes to money like i'm gonna listen to my uncle because the dude's worth billion dollars right it's just it i mean it just kind of makes sense right uh and then, like I don't know, fitness. Uh, go listen to Rich Froning. Don't go listen to H- college roommate. You know, I don't know. It just you have to listen to the people that are where you want to be.
1: Um, when well, you listen to Rich Froning talk too, and a lot of people, a lot of people love him, but a lot of people don't like what Rich talks because he's very blunt. And I I agree with like his logic. He's always just like he doesn't care for all these people that are like. I'm gonna go make the crossover games. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this, and he's just like, "Okay, like, uh, go for it, do it." Like these types of people who are where you want to be tend to not care about whatever the fuck you have to say. It's more just like they they're like, "Yeah, like, show uh, me. yeah, show exactly." It's just like, "Show me." Like, a, when I'll see you there one year if you're there. If not, like- you're just like the other ten thousand people who have walked up to me and told me that.
0: Yeah, I think this is a perfect example of Matt Frazier who won he won five times, right, wow. um, in a row, and probably could have won three or four more in a row. Matt could win. I really truly think like eight to nine times in a row. Yeah, and and you know he he's made a bunch of money. He's he's got a bunch of sponsorships. Whatever he doesn't he doesn't even need to win, no more. But it just goes to show you. Um, I think the only difference between him and everybody else. I think everybody else was trying to overcomplicate it. They wanted to, um, you know, have the best strategic advantage or, you know, wear this special piece of whatever and yeah. you know, have the best clothes that are aerodynamic and, you know, be this body weight. And, and Matt Fraser was just like, I don't know. I just, I just wake up, I work out, sit on the row for two hours. And then I, eat breakfast, go work out again. And then I eat lunch and I go work out again. And I eat dinner, I go work out again.
1: I go to sleep, wake up. I mean, he just worked. He just straight up worked. How how many times at the gym do you see people with every single new Reebok CrossFit drop that came out? Or how many times do you see kids on your football field, soccer field, baseball field, with the newest cleats, newest this, newest that, newest this? How many times is that person the best player on the team or the best in the gym? Usually never. It's usually the person that's doing the best. Maybe they got like one or two new things on, but I know like me personally, I wore like the same old ass gym shorts and tank tops that I was wearing with literally the poop emoji on it while I was training for the CrossFit Games. And then meanwhile, everyone that's in the regular class is sitting there and $500 of brand new stuff thinking it's going to like make them run faster, jump higher. I was like, nah, dude, like you just got to come in here and do the same thing every day. Like it's not that exciting.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: You, uh, it's, it really is just, it's,
0: it's, uh, let me, let me try to say this. It's, I guess it's perfecting, perfecting the mundane or, or getting used to the mundane. Uh, it really is like I would wake up at five, I'd be at the gym at 545. I would do an hour and a half of cardio, take a shower, go to school, come back from school and work out for two, two and a half more hours. Like Literally. And then every day for four years, like, every single day slept eight hours drank my water ate my food like if you saw what i ate at lunch for in high school oh you must have gotten roasted too oh yeah every day every day you know what i would i literally what i brought was slices of turkey breast avocado i think you need a whole avocado mm-hmm. um i don't remember what i ate for carbs but um what i, I ate something whatever it was probably just rice i don't know And it was just super weird. I mean, I was, that was the only kid doing it. And, uh, but guess what? I was one of the only 10 or 20 kids in the whole world that went to the CrossFit games too. So
1: I remember coming in with my fucking chicken, broccoli, rice, ground beef, like broccoli rice, some, some Tupperware container of vegetables, rice, or pasta, and then some meat every single day. And everyone makes fun of me. And now all of a sudden in college everyone brings their own meals and wants to be healthy. <laughs> <laughs> it's broccoli and rice and I'm just like, "Uh-huh. Yeah, I see how it is, guys." Yeah. Every, every everybody yes. makes fun of me
0: for like literally before I met Amber and now she now she, she she cooks like healthy food, but like she cooks different stuff every night. I you know I literally ate every day. I for breakfast I ate eggs, yogurt and bacon. That's all I ate. For lunch and dinner I had Chicken and rice, maybe some sweet potatoes or a vegetable. That is literally all I ate. Don't overcomplicate it.
1: Literally. <laughs> yeah, dude. I this. I remember every morning I ate a fat breakfast. I know I was small as hell every year, but I ate a bagel, a protein shake, two cups of oatmeal. Yeah, you were strong. Three eggs, three egg whites, spinach, and I ate that every single day. And honestly, I wish I still ate that every single day.
0: Yep. I, I, I love it. It's predictable. And I, I just like it. I don't know.
1: It, people weird. don't realize, like, there's comfort in predictableness and, like, having your shit just planned. Like, okay. You don't have to think about it. Yep. But, yeah. Yep. We're, we're going off on a tangent now. No, you're good. moral of the story is
0: believe in yourself. Believe in yourself and and prepare. Preparation plus action equals belief. I think that'll be that might be the the title. We'll see. Yeah, I think uh, I think
1: that's a good equation there.
0: I've got a I've got another meeting coming up real quick, so I gotta I gotta bounce. But we need to definitely talk about. Uh, I think we should go on one of these and talk about fitness, but just maybe more so, you know, like the journey to the the journey to the games. Um, we really should get you know the likes of the uh, Dallin and James. On get here. Dallin and James in here. Absolutely. That'd be legit because they're, you know, we, we used to be fit, but they
1: are fit. <laughs> yeah, they're still fit.
0: Oh, boy. All right. Well, got anything else? No, not at all, really. All right. Well, there you go. Preparation plus action equals belief. I think that's all we got
1: for you. Yeah. All right. Peace. Peace out, boys.
0: Thank you guys for listening to the Capital Gains Podcast. If you got any value from this, please share it. Um, Give us a review on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate it. And just let us know what we've been doing good, what we do bad. Um, If we do anything bad, please just let us know so we can correct it. Let us know what you want to hear from us. That way we can improve the podcast and get you guys the content you want. Um, And If you want to be a guest on the podcast, reach out to us and let's see if we can add some value to each other. Let's get ready to make some capital gains. Play. Play. Fuck what play. they talk about. I've been getting my cake and running wild since a little child. Yo, getting it every day. I'm working sun up till the sun down. Yo, I'm getting it every day. These niggas hating trying to see how, <speaking> how I do this shit. Bitch, I'm not new.